Welcome, my human babies. It's your fur father, Wolf the Dad. I, I, I mean the dog. I'm here to cuddle and coddle you little beans into the snuggle dimension. That's one of the nicer dimensions I travel to. Remember to sit up straight, eat your damn vegetables, and drink a goddamn glass of water because I want y'all to be healthy and to thrive as I hit you live from 694.2 PTBP, my literal children. Y'all have raised over 6,500 bucks for the bail project, and three of you benevolent fools have won free t-shirts. Thank y'all so much. The fourth winner is Brady Brewer. Congrats, Brady Brewer. Remember, every $5 donated equals an entry into the drawing, so keep on dropping those tax-deductible funds, y'all, and maybe you will win the final PTBP t-shirt in this here giveaway. The link can be found in our delicious show notes. Y'all should really go to those show notes, and also check out the dang old Patreon. Five bucks a month gets you monthly bonus episodes. They already got 12 cooked up for you. The most recent is real nasty and voted on by some of those nasty patrons. Ten bucks lets you name someone and a place that will be used in the show at random. At fifteen bucks, y'all can watch them pretending pod folks record the bonus episodes live over the interwebs once a month. The next one of those is gonna be on June 30th, so hop aboard. Tiers above that get you access to very special things like getting one-on-one time with one of the PTBP crew, getting a game ran by Zach for you and some of the other patrons, and even getting to play a game with the whole crew. Check out all that on patreon.com slash pretendingpod. Y'all ever tasted sour cream and thought to yourself, the amount of sour in this cream is not nearly enough for one such as I. So, uh, you let it sit in a jar outside for a few days? Now that's some sour shit, and a little chunky. You know old Wolf loves his crystals, but in the words of the Queen Jada Essence Hall, misdirection herself, look over there, it's the news. Last time, lots of information was shared, and then Keith went berserk on little old Mildred Mitchell. John kicked things off by telling the group about his uncle, Don D. Pettymore, who could burn folks with his hands. John also recalled being chased by two tall, gaunt, fancy men in suits while being pushed in a wheelchair by Uncle Don. Keith also remembered seeing those lemmy, translucent fellas infiltrate his father's estate the day Ferguson was given the watch. John put the watch on and saw his daddy steal him, the Vector, an adopted baby from the Kane family, burning down their house but unaware of Adam Kane's survival. Keith slapped the watch on and saw John murder him and Clark in order to take the watch and walk down into Bean's Pond. But the watch didn't come off his wrist when he came back to reality, and he became real suspicious of John. Shit got heated when Mildred Mitchell, blaming the three PCs for her granddaughter Tildy B's disappearance, showed them a picture of the founders of Contention. The face of Silas Cole had settled on the face of Keith Vigna, and a reflection in the glass looked a whole lot like that missing Tildy B. Keith lost it, and Keithed it up, grinding the old stoner into the old stone ground. This was a step too far. Harry and Gary asked them to leave at gunpoint, and the three headed south into a tunnel and toward Bean's Pond. Never mind they completely ignored the spell that fell out of Mildred Mitchell's back pocket, as well as the fact that Casey Kristoff, the longtime janitor of the First Church of Contention, was clearly eavesdropping instead of reading his book. It'd be a shame if old Casey wasn't actually down there in the sewers to avoid Big Daddy Kane, but rather doing reconnaissance for his employer. But what do I know? I'm just here to deliver you a brand new song, premiering 
shit nonstop every week or day or a few hours or like 25 minutes in game time or even sometimes in the past and hopefully in season two or whatever. This one's new and it's just for you. It's Kudzu with no backbone. Yeah. No problem, Joe. Yeah, thanks for having all of us. Luke, I understand you've been playing Crusader Kings. I have. Uh, Zach, your couch is pretty comfy, and Ramona's sleeping on top of the other one, and she's very cute. Luke's internet hasn't been working, so we're uh, using lots of hand sanitizer and uh, keeping him just in the living room. Yep. <laughs> I'm here. Ramona likes the smell of the Germex. She likes to... I was petting her, but she kept wanting to lick my hands. <laughs> well, don't let my cat lick the poison off of your she hands, please. Does, she's not going to have any germs in her mouth by the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, the president implied that things like this are not only fine, but beneficial. So, Oh, well, oh, God. He I, also said uh, if we stop testing, the numbers will be very low. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which... Is, is not true. <laughs> yeah, it's been proven yeah. correct. <laughs> yep. Um, Welcome to Hell World, fuckheads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought you were going to get away from the world by listening to a role-playing podcast? We've all been touched <laughs> by the <laughs> devil hands. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Don D. Pettymore, patient zero. God dang, Don D. Don D. I wonder when he'll show up. <laughs> yeah, so much happened yeah. last episode that I kind of forgot that that's where we started. Was a man who could burn <laughs> other people with his bare hands. <laughs> I, Thomas and I hadn't talked about uh, the past of that, and hearing that it was just a staple in their childhood camping trips was pretty horrifying to hear. <laughs> It's like I'm trying to think of like anything my family or like a, like a weird trick an uncle can do or something, but nothing really matches Dude, that. My uncle can pull his thumb clean off. He puts it right back though. Dude, so. My uncle That's uh, That's so on cool, multiple <laughs> occasions has stolen my nose off of my face. Oh shit! But it's he always puts it back. Sometimes not right away, which is scary, but... It, <laughs> that does get your heart <laughs> pumping for a minute there, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, he lost it one time. We had to look all <laughs> oh. around. Who's in the couch? No yeah. <laughs> uncle Dave. All uncles are Dave. All uncles are Dave. I have one Uncle Dave. I have an Uncle Dave. I have an Uncle Dave. Really? I have I have two uncles named Dave. You got a Jimmy and I got a Jimmy, so maybe they're all Jimmy. Oh, I've got a Jimmy too Fuck, for the sake Jimmy's. of the story. Yeah, me too. My Uncle Donnie's <laughs> name is Jimmy now. <laughs> I renamed Dave, who didn't exist in the first place. Welcome to Jimmy episode Dave. 84 of <laughs> Pretending to be People. Where everybody's uncle has a name. Wait, Joe, <laughs> how many uncles do you have just on your dad's side? Uh, uh, five, uh, six. And how many wow. aunts? J- uh, just one. Wait, but they all live together? Yeah. No. They did at one point? <laughs> they actually didn't. Their ages were so, like, the oldest to the youngest, I think, is an 18-year difference. Wow. So they weren't ever in the house all at the same time, I don't think. Oh, can you imagine getting rid of one and then there's just a new one all of a sudden? <laughs> a conveyor belt, yeah. Like their numbers didn't change at all. Definitely <laughs> after the first one like grew up a little bit, they were like, oh shit, these things are handy if you teach them how to like, do shit. <laughs> 18 years of like fresh kids definitely seems like some kind of forced labor program or like there was something they were getting out of it. Not joy or love. You can get that with two. <laughs> How do ants get made? Oh, well, when your uncle fucks your grandma. <laughs> In pursuit of an ant. Wait, wouldn't if your uncle fucked your grandma, you would get a uh, You get a you get a gra- uh, grandpa? Well, no, we only discussed No, you get another you get an ant. You get an ant. Yeah, yeah you would if get you an f- ant. If your uncle fucked your grandpa, then you'd get another mom. 
All right, you you would get another a grandma, because if you fuck your dad, you get a mom. So if your uncle fucked your grandpa, by the transit, you would property, get a grandma. Another grandma. I was never good at biology in school, so I don't know if this really checks out. It's like <laughs> alle- alleles and recessive genes and stuff. Yeah, you have to look at the Punnett square. Yeah, right, invented, right, right. invented by <laughs> who's who is that guy? <laughs> if I have a recessive gene and a dominant gene, and Taylor has two recessive genes, then when we have sex, we'll get a great grandma. <laughs> Correct. What was that? that? Is- I'm, now I got to figure out uh, who's the guy that figured that out. His name was something. He was like a monk or a priest or something. I bet Thomas will be upset that you had to Google it. What? Who discovered recessive genes, Thomas? Uh, was it Mendel? Yep. Gregory? Yeah, Mendel. Mind- Who Del- actually, Mindel. I don't know if you guys knew this, uh, same guy as Rasputin. People don't know that, but... Uh, <laughs> He's the same guy? It's the exact same guy, yeah. Was, he he just went by Gregory when he was doing science. Oh, and then he Greg- went by Rasputin Gregor, not Gregory. Doing, <laughs> uh, close enough have for you, me. Have you guys been watching The Great on Hulu? Never heard of it. No, it. I hear it's good though. It's really good. It's the it's the guy who did the or the people who did uh, the favorite. So it's a lot of that. Oh, same, that nice. movie ruled. Same sense of humor style. And well, I don't know what the favorite oh, is. Oh, what's either. it on? Hulu. That was Yorgos Lanthimos's last movie with. Uh, oh, right? I did see that. That was really good. Yeah, Emma Stone and uh, Polly from Ble- Peaky Blinders. Yeah, pa- Polly Shore. <laughs> Polly Shore and Nicholas Holt. <laughs> So Nicholas Holt is the, is one of the main characters in the in the great, and he's fucking great in it. It's uh, a really great character. Unsurprisingly, so I was a big Skins UK fan when I was a oh, is that young boy. Uh, what's it? the cool Tony one. Tony Tony Stone? Yeah, season one, Tony. All right, so uh, Clark Bishop and John Lee Pettymore the Third are walking down this tunnel, having just been essentially forced out of this room by the only two people you've been able to trust in contention thus far essentially. Yeah, that didn't feel too good. You catch up and you see Keith Vigna on the right side of this tunnel. Again, this is an arched, uh, very Ninja Turtles arched roof above you with a pathway on the right, pathway on the left, and then sewage sludge slowly moving in the middle. You see me on the right side. I'm on my back and I've got my left hand that has the watch on it and I've got both my feet on my arm, just trying to like pry the watch off my wrist. And I'm crying. And he's crying because you can see the scrape of skin coming off and blood. And I'm also, he's also crying because he potentially just killed someone. Keith, 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 calm down, buddy. Hold on now. I, I got, this is just fucking. I know we got to get it off, but that's not working. Look at that. That's it not Looks working. like you're hurting yourself there, Keith. It hurts. It does. I just. We're gonna get it off. We're gonna get it off. Was she? Was she? She was still breathing when we left, Keith. Okay. Can you? Are you sure? Yeah, we're sure. Why? Why did you do that? Uh, I don't know. I thought maybe she had something to do with this being stuck on it. I don't. I just don't think straight when shit like this happens anymore. I can understand that. Uh, Things will set us off at the drop of a hat these days, it seems like. We've, we've seen a lot. We've seen a lot in the last few days. John, are you still going to shoot us when we get there? Maybe, man. I don't know. I got two guns now, though. <laughs> okay. you <laughs> Listen, all I'm are saying we... is you, you do some crazy shit. You attack, you know, an old lady that we find there. Yeah, maybe I'm going to have to shoot you. But if you fucking just... Okay, well, Keep maybe chill. can you walk in front and me and Clark can walk behind you just to make me feel better? Absolutely. Are we... I don't even know if we're going the right way. I, I get in front of them, but then I turn around with guns drawn <laughs> and start walking backwards. <laughs> <laughs> just, pl- just playing, just playing. That's, up at the that's not very funny, John. A pedal well, Keith, got, you know, it's a tense situation. Somebody's got to diffuse it a little bit. I just guess try to, so. Try to liven things up. Get 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 a little get a little joy in our heart after you beat that old woman half to death, you fucking psychopath. <laughs> it wasn't really me. It was, I don't know, something in me. Just, I didn't I didn't want to do it. I didn't mean to. But uh, let's just get let's just get to the fucking pond. 
Gary said we were we were heading in the right direction. You you happened to pick the right tunnel to to crawl okay, down. Okay, good. It's probably because I'm the savior and I just have that kind of intuition now. <laughs> sure. All right. I pat you on the back. I roll my eyes at Clark. Yep. I roll. I roll back as I'm patting you on the back. Yep. That's it. <laughs> you, you nailed it. Uh, guys, <laughs> would while we're walking there, would this be a good time to discuss something we haven't really talked a whole lot about? We found out that we, you know, kind of. I mean, from one point of view from a certain perspective might have let Adam Kane's wife and his children burn to a little crisp in a minivan. I mean, we tr- we, we just found that out. Help. We tried to help. I know, but it doesn't seem like people think we did. It seems like they really think we just let them burn up and then we left town. Speaking of Adam Kane, you w- you're technically his kind of his brother. Yeah, we've now learned that his entire family was killed and he was the sole survivor. Because of Kevin's sloppiness, or perhaps ill, ill got it. Sorry, Murphy's going crazy. It's all good. Got to stop him. You can hear Tyler from back the way you came, just <laughs> yelping out. <laughs> Tyler did like us. <laughs> Keith hops in the sewage and starts splashing around. <laughs> Keith, roll Constitution <laughs> to not get gonorrhea. No, what do you get from <laughs> from poop? Maybe like E. coli or... Pink eye. Pink eye or uh, what's something else you can get? What happens if you eat poop? Thomas, what happens if you eat poop? I think that depends on the poop. A lot of people um, do ingest other people's poop to improve their gut biome. Oh, I thought they shot it up their butts like a like a like a tall boy. They make little poop pills. No way. According yep. to Illinois Poison Center, eating poop is minimally toxic. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you should eat poop. That's also is that corprophagia? Huh. Is that what it's called? There's enough syllables to be right. Coprophagia. Let's get back to the convert. What were we talking about? Out of character, when when uh, John, you were telling us the story. The the Canes also adopted you, right? Like, right. I had been a yeah. They adopted so, you first, exactly. And Kevin stole me because uh, he and my 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 saintly mother were trying to have a baby and could not conceive. Gotcha. And so God saw fit to put me, a child of destiny, and ball. In front of him, because I am the savior. We did. We did try to save Adam's family in that wreck. I, it obviously didn't go to, according to plan, but we tried. And there was a crowd around there that saw us trying to help. I think John, you might have scared him off with a couple gunshots, but they they saw that we were helping. <laughs> I don't think that's you know because the the person we've been around who's been close to Adam was was Carrie in the body of Drew, and the story she told us seems like. Adam Kane and the town's version of things right now is that we let them die and then left town. Yeah. That sucks for him that he's lost two families in a horrible, horrific, fiery accident. Well, maybe not accident for the first one. It, it certainly adds a layer of terrible Bad to that. memories, yeah. Guys, I tried my hardest to keep it from happening, but... <laughs> 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 well, I... Also, so we've so all did we. had <laughs> <laughs> valiantly, if I remember, guys. We've we've also all had have we all had encounters with those crazy creatures before? The Mar- the I Marvin mean, things. the Marvin things. I I mean, like I I told you guys before, I got this watch stuck on me that I saw three of them at least when I was a kid in my in my yard before before my dad gave this watched my brother in my memory it was uh they they were chasing the i i would say a road figure but these days it's the road figure i think it's the same one we've been seeing it might be old me i think it's old me that people seem to think Cl- it's old Clarkled. me Clarkled. and they were chasing you after your after your accident john well yeah that the last day of my racing career is kind of one big concussed blur but as far as i remember it yeah, they started chasing uh, me and Don D that day. These things have known something about us long before we ever did. Yeah, maybe. So they were they were targeting each of us, and mine was I was only thwarted by old me. He he put chains around the library door. That's where I was in the library, and he put yeah. chains around the door, and then took maybe he took the heat off library. of me. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm sorry. It literally library, says correct. it on the front. It says the Mary Cole Public Library. library. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Fuck. It it seems like the yeah those those men those 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 creatures in suits they were after after each of us and it sounds like I gotta have Justin change the map. <laughs> <laughs> well shit I uh, all this is just all this shit's happened so fast I don't know what I don't know what to think about any of it don't you doesn't this all like then propose the idea that we're pawns in something else's game there was a there was some old man that told Gary da- that gave Gary Daly's grandfather a book and told him to put a spell on us I don't know I mean and then these things were chasing us and Maybe you two are pawns. You know, G- Gary just showed us that thing that Harold Dorsey wrote, and, you know, we saw that John Peters thing. In Harold's thing, it, it says that, you know, Maggie was trying to tip him off. Do you think, she, you know, maybe she knows more about this than she lets on? Or Oh, certainly Maggie knows a lot more than she lets on, perhaps, except maybe to you, Clark. I mean, I don't... Uh, whether or not we believe everything she said, I think I've told you everything that she told me that there's the possibility now that it's either not the Maggie that we knew or it's, it is the Maggie we knew and she maybe hurt the one that we didn't know or I don't know. I don't know what's going on now. I, don't, I think we may need to get a hold of her before we go to uh, confront Kane. I don't even know what we're going to do about that. We've certainly got a lot to think about. Let's just do one thing at a time. There's a giant spider on my keyboard right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Keith's having another Roll episode. <laughs> yeah, John rolls his eyes. Your keyboard. <laughs> a spider on your keyboard? I've never heard of that one before. <laughs> Boys, do any of y'all have uh, any money on you right now? I got $3. <laughs> How about we wager three dollars a piece on on what? On ourselves being the savior. Well, I if I think it might be all three of us, or I don't care if it's me or you or Clark or all of us, but it is me. So sure, I'll I'll bet my three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> How about it, Clark? It's just three dollars, just a friendly little wager. I mean, I don't want to bet against uh, saving the world. Is that the bet we're making? That. No, no, the bet is that you'll save the world. But it's $3. It's just, you know, it's not going to feel too bad when you both, you know, have given me $6. <laughs> That'll be $9. Yeah, I mean, sure, yeah. Sure, I'll, 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 I guess I'll, I'll bet on it. Hey, I'll race you due to the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I think I see, <laughs> I don't know what time of day it is, but I think I see the light up there if it is daytime. <laughs> bet you can't beat me. I start sprinting. I don't think Clark is going to race. <laughs> John races. Yeah. All right. Roll athletics. The two of you, uh, John Lee Pettymore the third and Keith Vigna are racing down this very narrow pathway. 88. Which is a crit <laughs> fail. <laughs> 25. Uh, as you guys are racing, John Lee Pettymore, you are a little bit behind because as you're saying, like, let's race, Keith Vigna just like took off and started sprinting and you chase after him. And right when you're about to take the lead from him, he trips over his own feet and lands face first in the sewage just off to the left of the right side of this path. That was confusing. And lands face first in the sewage in this little uh, small pathway that goes down the middle of this tunnel that you're in. John just breezes past and raises both his arms in the air. (laughs) Like he just won the fucking Boston Marathon. And both of your hands are now lit by sunlight that is coming in from a drain. A storm drain. You're the it now. And... uh, As I as I casually walk up to the point that Keith fell in, I try and offer a hand to help him out of there. I stand up. Just the entire front side of me is covered in just thick green and brown goo. And I open my eyes and, like, you can just see my eyes are the only thing that aren't just covered in that color. And <laughs> Clark... What do I do? Give me your hand. I 
grab Clark's hand. <laughs> and it kind of squits. I try to like walk out of the middle and yeah, it's just like squeezing out of my shoes and Oh god, I hate this. <laughs> I turn around and see this and I have to like suppress a strong Samaritan urge to mercy kill them both. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and get some constitution rolls for uh for how vile this is. Keith, you're at a negative 40 on this roll for being the one who fell in. I have a plus 10 for my robot ability. damn it. At a negative 40, I would have 30, and I just rolled a 31. <laughs> Brings me up to 70, but I rolled a 75. Oof. What'd you give me? Negative 20 for having it all over your hand. I pass a 72 on a 95. All right, 85. Clark is the only one who is not just like fully retching right now. And the other two of you, you're going to take a negative 20 on all rolls until you can figure out a way to alleviate this situation. So your abs are just like overkill working themselves because of how you're just... I like get near the storm drain. I take my shirt off and I try to use the backside of it that's not like covered in stuff and try to like wipe my arms off a little bit and wipe my face and then I walk up to Keith's clean back and <laughs> wipe my hands on it <laughs> yeah so now I'm, I'm shirtless my face has less goo my arms have less goo my hair's like matted on my face because of that um, and then I've got my big shorts on and you have John's vomit all over your back <laughs> And I, as I take a couple more steps, I realize that my sh- shoes are just soaked, so I go ahead and take my shoes and socks off, too. All right, going barefoot, that may be an issue if you need to step on stuff. On spikes or knives. <laughs> Role-playing, baby. <laughs> you, you didn't suspect my knife floor. <laughs> oh, you wanted to have a race, did you? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go pee. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking echo in your cavernous living room made that so perfect. (laughs) Keith Vigna, as you look up out of this storm drain, you see the neighborhood that surrounds Beans Pond. You can't quite see into the pond where the water is from this angle, but you know exactly where you are. Guys, I I think we're we're near Maggie's. Do you see smoldering remains of a house? (laughs) I can only smell one thing. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, take a look. I think we're here. And then I pull my phone out and type in something into my phone. Minimally toxic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you probably probably don't want to use that phone again until you get around some Clorox wipes, though. Yeah, I'll wash off in the pond. When you say that you'll wash off in the pond, you immediately remember your conversation with Claire Blankenship. Oh, yeah. There ain't no water in the pond. Do you guys want to crawl out first uh, so you don't have to, you know, crawl through all this. Clark happily takes him up on that. Yeah, we'll go in we'll go in order of soil, I guess. Least to most. I need everyone to roll to take power. off their headphones. <laughs> <laughs> power, huh? Yeah, f- uh, fail. 96. Wait, what is it's a negative what for my rolls? You're at a negative 20. I pass an 18. A 60. Uh, fail. 87 on a 30. Okay. Thomas and Luke, take off your headphones. <sighs> Clark, as you crawl out, when you stand, you can see that Bean's Pond has been completely emptied of its contents, and there's just this muddy basin there in the middle of this little like neighborhood where these streets kind of cross and in the middle of this pond right next to a mostly buried metal door in the ground you see 
a tank of fish to the brim, just teeming. And inside, there is a gaunt little boy, and he is drowning. And he is desperately trying to stay afloat. But there's so many fish in this tank that they seem to be keeping him down. How far away from all this are we? Okay, so the, literally you're on one side of the street when you when you get up, and the pond is on the other side of the street across from you. And then the pond starts, what, like 10 yards past the other side of the street? And so the middle of the pond is probably 15 yards past that. So the middle where this is happening is about 25 yards away. Okay. Be- so, yeah, Bean's Pond is not very big. It's just like a no. like a little, little water hole. You know, here and there it kind of mushrooms. It's bigger at the top than it is at the bottom. Okay. And you can take your headphones off. Cool. Thomas, as John Lee Pettymore climbs up out of this, you see that across the street from where you are is Beans Pond. And in the very middle of Beans Pond, which is now a muddy basin, sans water, sans fish, just mud. And in the very center, there is a mostly buried metal door in the ground. And standing there, right next to it, is Pastor Adam Kane, wearing an old motorcycle helmet that seems to have some weird tubes. And you can kind of see that the red light is lit on it. John draws his gun and tells him to take the helmet off. Luke. Yes. As you crawl out, you're just scraping this disgusting refuse onto the side of the concrete as you drag your way out. And it's kind of like building up, you know, as you pull yourself out. And when you kind of stand up, you see that across the street is Bean's Pond. But there's no water. There's no fish, just as you expected. But what you didn't really expect is to see, you know, in the very middle, there's a mostly buried metal door in the ground. And sitting right next to it is an old motorcycle helmet with strange tubes. And the light on it is green. Uh Uh-oh. And as soon as you're all standing up there, John Lee Pettymore III pulls his gun and hollers, Take off the helmet! Take it off now! What 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 help what helmet John? What, 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 what who's wearing a helmet? Adam, Pastor Kane. What? He's standing on the door. I don't. There's no. There's nobody there, John. There's like. There's a kid. He's floundering over there in that tank of fish right there. What are you talking? No, tank there's of the, fish. There's just the helmets near the door. On Adam Kane. What? Clearly, you two are not savior material. And I, uh, I pulled the trigger. Ooh. Roll firearms. Three. You fire and Joe. Luke, take your headphones off. Thomas Wayne, John Lee Pettymore fires, aims true, roll damage, roll d10. Eight. Immediately, oh, let me roll constitution. Pastor Adam Kane falls backwards, and the helmet flies off of his head into the mud behind him, and he lays motionless on the ground right next to the metal door that is mostly buried in the ground. I run up to administer first aid. Okay, John begins running into Bean's Pond. Uh, roll dexterity for me. Uh, 43 on a 45. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, as you kind of like get up to the edge, you see it's just a mudslide kind of down, and you can put your feet wide enough apart to kind of balance as you kind of slide down into where the bottom of the pond was, and you run up to administer first aid. Clark Bishop, you see John Lee Pettymore fire his weapon into this tank, and you see a lot less movement from inside. Only the fish are going crazy, and you see the water begins turning red. Fuck. Okay. Clark, what do you do? I'm running up 
to get a better look at what's what following John. I'm following John, I think, right? And he running in the same direction that I would want to be running. Absolutely. Go yeah. ahead and roll a dexterity to try to like get into the bottom of the pond without slipping and falling. I pass a 25 on a 60. Alrighty. John Lee Pettymore fires his weapon, hits one of the tubes on this old motorcycle helmet. The tube explodes, just this and then he runs into the basin, slides down the side, and then Clark Bishop follows right behind him. I run after them, too. Amazing. Uh, Go ahead and roll dexterity as well at a negative 20. As you're sliding down, you can see this mud. It just kind of looks like the refuse that is all over you. I gotta check my dex minus 20 to see if I pass. Shirtless, you have these giant shorts. Oh, nice. Okay, so I have 50 dex minus 20 is 30, and I rolled a 79. (laughs) 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 I had to do some math in my head, but I I fail. Keith Vigna eats shit as he's trying to get into this pond, slips, falls face forward into the mud and begins slowly sliding down the pond wall as the other two make their way into the very center and immediately shots begin firing from either side of you. Oh no. Damn it. Keith Vigna. You're face down in this mud. You can feel yourself kind of sliding forward. And then all of a sudden you feel a bullet pierce into your ribs on your left side. And you don't know whether it went all the way through, but breathing becomes extremely difficult as you take seven damage. Shit. (gasps) Except you can't really breathe in too much because it's just mud all up in your face spot. And shit. (laughs) And blood in my vomit. Clark Bishop, it's your turn. What do you do? Uh, Clark wants to run up to the tank that I see and try and put myself between it and one of the... You said it was coming from both sides, right? The shooters? Yep. Put the tank between one and another shooter and try to return fire from where I think it's coming from. Okay. Uh, Roll search to see if you can figure out where these shots are coming from. Not alertness. 49 on a 20 for search. What's your alertness? 70. Oh, man. Your alertness is so much better than your search. (laughs) Um, No, that'll play. That'll play. Alertness would come in here because you're focused on doing something else and the shots are ringing out. So you can kind of immediately see that there is a privacy fence and you see that there's a gun being held just like over the fence that's just like firing. What do you do? I would like to try and fire at where I see the hand coming from. I would, I would be aiming for center mass if I could picture a person standing behind it. Through the fence. Okay, yeah. roll firearms. I pass. A 47 on an 80. Okay, then roll a d10 of damage. We'll subtract two for fence cover. We'll subtract one. It's just a wooden fence. Uh, three. Okay, minus one is two, and you hear a yelp come out from that side. A female voice screams out in pain. John Lee Pettymore III, what are you doing? Slowly realizing that if Adam Kane was wearing the helmet and had already swapped that I might have just shot someone dear to me. What if even he swapped Drew out of Carrie Page's body into his body and he's in Carrie Page's bodies. Anyway, I'm running up to I'm running up to the person I just shot. And you you made it there last round, so what are you doing? You your goal was to get first aid on to this person, but if shots began ringing out. You can change what you were doing if you want, or you can continue trying to do first aid. I don't have a great first aid. Could I try to persuade them to first aid themselves? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he is still conscious. Oh, no, he is unconscious. He failed his constitution check. I'd like to persuade him to become conscious. <laughs> uh, when when I see Clark shoot the person behind the fence or return fire in that direction, I spin around the other direction and try to see where the other fire is coming from. And I've got I've got both John's gun. <laughs> both John's gun. Both John's gun. Man, what a episode title (laughs) 90 on a 60 
Oh, it's not man. the kind of episode title you typically want, <laughs> but a 90 on a 60 is the equivalent of what you tried to say with your words. And so as you're firing with Boltron's gun, uh, neither one hits as you're, oh, uh, as you're trying to figure out where it came from. Were you, fi- sorry, you no, fired just into looking. without, you're just looking. You cannot figure out where this these shots are coming from, from the other side. I fire a couple impotent shots into the air just to try to intimidate them. That is the John Lee Pettymore way. Keith Vigna, what are you doing? I want to ask you a question real quick. I'm Zach. You can ask me a question anytime. I guess they already know about that I'm like part robot or whatever, but would that have had any effect on when I got shot or was that, I don't remember. Uh, mechanically unfortunately we didn't make that a thing which uh, seems like it should have been it's probably but it uh, doesn't matter i could have done better but here we are okay (laughs) okay so i was shot in the left side right yeah correct i like sit up or like sit on my butt i wipe all the mud off my face and i blow the mud out of both my nostrils and then i shove my finger up my nose and get a little bump do you have on your character sheet what the uh, improvement is for doing that? It has varied. Yeah, it was willpower based, but we weren't. We're not really. Um, if you lose ten luck, then I'll let you go ahead and make an action this turn. How about that? Okay, I'll lose my ten luck that I made the other day, <laughs> and I just want to sprint back up the wall of the not pool. Oh uh, yeah, pond. absolutely. Since I got shot in the left side, I want to like look over to that direction. Is that where Clark is shooting at? I was picturing in my head that I was shooting to the right because that was where the tank kind of was. Like I would put myself shooting over to the right. Yeah, he was shooting to the right. So John was uh, shooting up in the air, but he was looking left. I'm going to draw a quick map real quick. Keith, you got hit from the left side, which is the side that... John is kind of looking for someone on that side. So I want to turn around, run up the wall of the pond. And so that at that point, it'll be on my right. Look over to the right. And do I see any anybody or any First off, indication? go ahead and roll a dexterity or athletics to get back up without slipping at a negative 20 still fail so as you're trying to slide back up you're kind of looking off to the right but you can't get your grip on this uh, mud for long enough to be able to keep your head straight especially with this deep pain coming in your side and shots begin firing off once more as the shots fire off, none of you get hit. Clark, one of the bullets flies right by your ear, and the other ones are all hitting the mud right next to Keith Vigna. Clark Bishop, it's your turn. Uh, is the person behind the fence still shooting? Yes. I'm going to shoot again. I want them to stop shooting. Roll it up, baby. Uh, pass. 23 on an 80. Roll a d10. A 2. Okay. Uh, fence is still in the way, so you kind of aim low, and you, you hear, oh, that was, uh, that was a weird noise. It wasn't the correct noise. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that was an alarming noise. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounded like Drew, for sure. It specifically wasn't Drew's voice, please. <laughs> no, it was, it was a, ah! Okay. John Lee Pettymore, what are you doing? Since they kept firing on us, have I now identified where the fire on the left is coming from? If you roll a search or an alertness with a plus 20, since they've done been firing. 17. Yeah, you actually see that there is someone hiding behind a grill in someone's backyard. There's no privacy fence on this backyard, and on their deck, there's a little uh, propane grill, and there's someone hiding right behind it and they keep poking up and firing. I'd like to fire back. Anything cool or... This is the end of your stakeout, buddy. Yes! (laughs) Plus 20 on the firearms check. 29. Roll a d10 for damage. Three. I rolled the 10s one. Will you give me the 30? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You fire and you hear a man's voice cry out, and he's like, No! Keith Vigna, what are you doing? Uh, still, I'm going to try to get out of the pond again. and Yeah, you'll be able to make it out on this turn. Okay, I do that, and then when I hear John yell, I'm going to look over, and can I see the 
guy too? Or do I need to roll a check? Uh, no, now that John has shot him and he's kind of shown himself, both people have been shot and you guys kind of know where they at least were last round at the beginning. Uh, I'm going to pull my gun out and run towards the grill and I'm going to fire as I'm running. Uh, go ahead and roll at a negative 20. A nine. So yeah, I passed. Roll D10 for damage. Six. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> cool. As you're running, you're kind of like slipping on the mud a little bit, and you're smelling all of this shit and mud that's just covering you at this point. And you fire, and you hit this dude as he's like laying on the ground because John hit him. He kind of fell over, and you fire. You hit him right in the torso, and he kind of rolls over, and then he's facing you. And you see at this point, Asher Little who is one of the parents of Aiden and Alice Little, who went missing a couple days ago. And you see that he has laser-faded jeans that are bedazzled, and he's wearing a long sleeve shirt that is skin-tight to his CrossFit body. And the front of the shirt has a picture of his children, Aiden and Alice, who are twin nine-year-olds. And he is wearing a fair amount of makeup, and he is rocking some Yeezys, and he is crying out in pain and you don't know if he's going to be able to get back up but he is not unconscious yet was he one of the guys in one of the cars or trucks that was the impala that was coming after you guys that had a refrigerator yeah he was driving that belongs to the littles and you recognize the two of them from driving it and they are members of the first church of contention and now the first Creek family of contention. From behind the fence, the gun raises again, just fires aimlessly, hitting the mud around you. But Asher Little, mustering all of his strength, like uh, like the end of that Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze movie, but instead of moving to fire up into the air, he just fires directly at Keith Vigna, and he hits him. For seven more damage. Oh, fuck. Yikes. You're just out in the open. Yeah, uh, I'm at 10 uh, health at this point. You had 24 total? Yep. Holy shit. When you went from 17 down to 10, he hits you in the hip and you feel it hit the bone. And you think it might have cracked as you begin like limping toward him in that direction and you you're just oh my you're you're real crunch you know you 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 don't feel good it's pain Uh, i've never been shot by a gun but do my drugs help me any with that pain (laughs) no okay cocaine and adrenaline doesn't help him with the pain oh yeah okay yeah sure yeah you've been shot twice once in the ribs once in the hip and you're still standing so yeah it fucking helps with the pain (laughs) there we go okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna continue limping as fast as i can adam clark bishop you're up and as this round begins clark bishop there is no tank here (sighs) there are no fish here and john lee pettymore (laughs) The body that is right next to you, not there. The only thing the two of you see on the ground is this metal door that is mostly buried, looks completely sealed, and it says, Here lies the beans, scientists beyond measure, saviors of the world. God damn it if he's the fucking savior. Clark Bishop, what do you do? Seeing the fish tank disappear kind of throws me, but I'm yelling back at Keith. Keith, they're shooting at you. Get down. And I would like to try and see if I could pry that door open. Like, that's the only thing I could find cover if I could get that door open. I'm trying to pry pry it open. Uh, As you try to find any sort of crease or anything, there's nothing. There's no handle on this door. There's no hinges on this door. It almost doesn't even look like a door other than the fact that that's how I've described it so far. <laughs> <laughs> like an impassable metal plate. Yeah, almost like, um, yeah, an impassable metal plate. I couldn't have said it better myself. I'll just edit out you saying it and then I'll say it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Listeners may not know, but I've come up with the entire story and plot of (laughs) this podcast as we go, and I just generously let Zach edit that out. I hope he doesn't accidentally leave this one in this time. (laughs) 
he's a pro, Thomas man. He would never definitely do that. knows exactly what's going on at all times. One hundred percent command of the story, the characters, <laughs> the events as they have transpired thus far. I'm all over it, baby. <laughs> Clark, as you're trying to figure out how to open this door, you look up and you see that there is no fish tank whatsoever in front of you. Roll sanity. (sighs) Yeah, baby. It's a 70. That's a fail over my power. Oh, my God. Zach on the fucking webcam just started, like, curling his fingers like a (laughs) supervillain when he heard that... Joe had rolled over his power. <laughs> <laughs> what do I lose? You just lose one sanity, but you also lose your shit. So Clark was going to hit the deck since he doesn't have any cover, but now he's going to stand up like nothing could hurt him and charge the person behind the fence, shooting the whole way as he runs. So we'll go negative uh, 20 for blinding anger on the firearms check as you make your way up out of the muddy basin that you have found yourself in. A bowl of slop. I pass a uh, 52 on a 60. Nice. Nice. Roll a d10. A six. You fire in and you actually have knocked away enough of this fence at this point that you see a woman who is wearing a skin tight t-shirt that has two children's faces on it. And you recognize these two children as Aiden and Alice Little. Are you going to sexualize a grieving mother? I wasn't going to. <laughs> Where did what? you pick up that? What just happened? <laughs> Skin tight t shirt. Oh, that's all that it takes for oh. you? <laughs> <laughs> they do CrossFit, man. Zach, I don't know what to tell Zach, you. I am aroused and offended. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Okay, so. So you fire in, and you hit what is very likely in your mind, Avery Little, and she falls backward, and you just hear this moaning. How about that? Do you like that, Thomas? (laughs) Uh, From behind the fence that's been blown away. Nice. Uh, John Lee Pettymore, it's your turn. Roll uh, the body that was once there is no longer. I need you to roll sanity. He's gonna freak out, but that's also a huge relief to him. Thirteen pass. Okay, uh, you don't need to freak out, uh, and you don't need to lose any sanity. You are extremely relieved that you didn't shoot what might have been a person. Is Asher still firing? Yeah, and he's uh, he's actually he's firing at Keith Vigna Keith, currently, and, he's just and Keith him, is yeah. falling. I fire at Asher. Go ahead and roll that firearms check. 16. Roll a d10 for damage. Fuck. Two. Mmm. <laughs> As you fire, it's not enough to take him down. His blood splatters on the concrete behind him of this uh, this little back deck that he's on, but his eyes are wide open and his aim is still directed at Keith Vigna, who is slowly trudging toward him. Keith Vigna, it is your turn, and it is likely an important one. Can I just, can I just say something? Can I just say something, Zach? You're allowed to. It's a podcast. There's only four of us. You got, you know, you know. when Joe and I it, it farcically disappeared these children, you know, a very, a very lighthearted, uh, uh, goofy, um, <laughs> almost cartoonish. whimsical, yeah, cartoonish disappearance. Mary Poppins-esque. I thought that'd be the last we heard of it. I didn't realize <laughs> there would be these kind of consequences Angry citizenry, angry parents. <laughs> I didn't really think anybody would miss the kids while all this shit was going down. But I, yeah, I just want to. I just want to say, I admire your <laughs> season <laughs> two. No consequences. Two, yeah. Welcome to pretending yeah. to be people. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i'll probably amp it up keith vigno what are you doing the pain is starting to get to me so i am gonna like get down on my knees and like aim at thomas Asher. is that hot <laughs> objectively <laughs> uh get down on my knees and aim at asher and fire at him he's shirtless he's covered in all sorts of Stop. viscous uh <laughs> This is my job. <laughs> We're at work. <laughs> I hope one day. 
Yeah. What are you doing, man? I just told you I'm on. Oh, shit. (laughs) I shot him. (laughs) What, was I not going to tell you to roll firearms? (laughs) 69. Hey. Really? Don't don't touch it. Don't move your hands. Don't move your hands. Don't move your hands. Put the other one up in the air. Are you going to run in there and check? Yes, I am going to run in there. <laughs> Guys, if he if he moves his hands, you tell me. We're on him. Luke, move your hands All real, right, quick. Luke, quick it it real quick. Make it a 69. You got to do it. You got to do it. I don't need to. I did it. <laughs> you don't have to lie to us. He's not in the room. Holy fucking shit. It's a goddamn 69. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah. I was about to actually scream, but then I remember my girlfriend went to bed and was like, please don't (laughs) scream. (laughs) But it was a 69, honey. (laughs) Fuck, she can't argue with that, right? (laughs) She gets it. What are we talking about? Just how I told my girlfriend I wouldn't scream during the session, and I really wanted to when Luke rolled. (laughs) <laughs> when you confirmed that 69 Ta- Taylor's asleep so I thought you were talking about me running through the house across the, <laughs> to the living room so you're saying I could be like well it's not as bad as what Zach did <laughs> <laughs> exactly can you imagine being married to that monster okay so <laughs> <laughs> every, Keith every do you want to shoot this dude dead do you want to keep him alive or do you want to hit the propane tank uh Okay, yeah, I want to kill him. I want to hit him. Actually, fuck it. I want to hit the propane tank. <laughs> These both have consequences, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we stopped. Yeah, whose house is this? We stopped getting shot. <laughs> Season two, you guys are just uh, playing citizens in contention, and then all of a sudden, you're about to have a barbecue, <laughs> and you can't. Uh, okay, so I drop down on my knees, and I like have... Asher in my sights, but I just noticed the propane tank that's right next to him under the grill. I aim a little bit left, fire a couple rounds, the propane tank explodes, and I say, Soy beans, puto. <laughs> now that's actually dope. That means I am beans, bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> but it's also a. a, a cross-lingual soybeans bun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was incredible. <laughs> Take 10 luck back. <laughs> Sweet. Thanks. <laughs> Did you actually roll for any of that? That was the 69. That was my oh, 69. Right. <laughs> nice. That's why he's allowed to do whatever he wants. <laughs> After it explodes, I look down into the pond and want to start heading towards those guys. Okay, yeah, for sure. I just assume that the fiery explosion killed him. It did. Tight. I knew that already, though. I didn't even have to see it. <laughs> so, Keith, you don't even look behind you as this grill explodes, throwing the body of Asher Little through the backsliding glass door of this home as it glass shatters, and your eyes are set at the bottom of the pond. But above that, Clark Bishop is walking up the other side and makes his way to the fence. And as you're trying to look through where you've been shooting through the fence and these holes that you've made, the person you've been aiming at seems to have crawled out of view. What do you do? Have I gotten my yayas out? Am I still under that over-the-power roll? Have you gotten your yayas out? Thomas? You into it? <laughs> no. I don't like any of you uh, needlessly sexualizing this situation. And uh, <laughs> yes, you are You are done, uh, Clark, with your yayas. Oh, shit. I kind of want to just yell, uh, stop, stop shooting, I'll stop shooting. Stop shooting and I'll stop shooting. Do I get any you response? You just hear prayer? Yes, thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, yes. No, and there's times like these where retribution is the only necessary thing in the eyes of those who are light in the Lord and to pervade the evil of this world. We must desecrate the bodies of those who are succumbing to the pleasures of this earth. Can I strafe uh, left and right around that hole to try and get an angle that I can see her? Uh, Yeah. As you strafe through the hole and see her, she is on the ground, directly aimed up at you. She'd readied an action with a successful firearms check, and she fires directly <laughs> through the hole at you and rolled a oh. nine uh, for damage. 
for damage. Ooh, yeah, what were you shit. at on hit points? I'm at 20. Oh, okay, so you go down to 11. No, I'm sorry, I'm at 26. I, I was full. Oh my goodness gracious. So you go down to 15. Quick math. That's uh, you, yep, that's 11. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it would be not that. You go down to 17, and that's slow math. Well, quick math isn't necessarily good math. <laughs> that is <laughs> it's, just, it's just first math. <laughs> first math, Beth math. Oh, that's <laughs> first little, math, best math. Fuck, that hard, is hard to say. <laughs> first math, best math. Ooh. All right. So we've got a new first uh, math, best math. Yeah, say it faster though. First, first math, math, best math. <laughs> first math, best math. <laughs> well, math, I shouldn't be in math. radio. Uh, Clark, you got hit <laughs> directly. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Wolf for the radio. So Clark gets hit directly in the shoulder and you just feel the blow back through and it's your turn. I want to shoot her. A return fire. <laughs> I want to return fire. She just shot me. I want to shoot her. Roll firearms. I pass a 36 on an 80. Okay. Roll damage. <sighs> Fuck. A three. Yeah, that'll extinguish her life. So... Uh, as you put out this fire of a human being. John John Lee Pettymore comes up behind and surveys the scene and says, ashers to ashers, dust to dust. <laughs> and Avery's to Avery's. <laughs> I think mine was better. Uh, that's kind of why I think I'm the savior. I'm running over to him uh, and I'm like, guys, did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said when I shot it? <laughs> I got him. Yeah, I heard you were said you were talking about soybeans. Yeah, it's Spanish. Did you hear my my thing about ashers to ashers? Yeah, that was really good too. Thanks. <laughs> so, did you did you destroy the helmet? Oh, when you shot it, Clark is looking puzzled at you. I never, I, there was never a helmet, guys. No, no the, the helmet, helmet right down there. And I and point. Keith, when you look down, you see no helmet, and I need you to roll a sanity. Oh, good. 72, so over my power and oh, <laughs> and no. fail, and how many How many do I lose? Just one. Okay, I hit my breaking point. <laughs> Luke, go ahead and roll a D100, and for each time you roll it, out of three times, I will tell you but your option of a mania will be from the Table 10 from Call of Cthulhu 7th edition called Sample Manias. Okay, first roll is a 14. 14 is going to be Arithmania, Obsessive Preoccupation with Numbers. Okay, second one's 29. 29 is going to be Coloromania, Obsession with a Specific Color. And 57. And 57 is Iconomania, Obsession with Icons or Portraits. I'll go with that one. Yeah, do you still have that picture? I do, indeed. Yep, that'll, that'll help. Okay, cool. So as Keith Vigna looks at the helmet and Clark Bishop's like, there's never a helmet there. Did uh, one of you, one of you took the helmet. One of you took the helmet. Who took? Keith, there was never a helmet. There wasn't a helmet. I saw, I saw John shoot the helmet. Did you, did you guys take my picture too? Did you, did you take that photo? And I start searching my pockets. It's in my back pocket and I look at it and I like hide it from him. Keith? This is mine. This is mine. Keith, who's, who's in the picture right now? It's still me. It's still me. M- Mildred gave, gave us that picture. We couldn't have taken it. No, no. I meant, like, took it from me. Oh. I've still got it. What? What's What's the door say? Fucking, he's going to find out. Just fucking show him. It says the beans thing, all right? It says the beans thing. Here here, here lies the beans. It's sa- saviors, plural, of the world. I want to run down and read it for myself. Everybody roll power, power. Pass thirty one on a sixty. Damn, I got another nine. I pass a forty five on a sixty. Motherfucker! The door failed. <laughs> <sighs> Clark Bishop, Keith Vigna, and John Lee Pettymore, you all won the power contest this time. 
and you each feel a loosening of some external force's grip on your perception. And the scene you know in a single blink has changed completely. Bean's Pond is encircled entirely by the six-story tall wall of water and the three of you on the inside of the foul-smelling floating moat. Clark and John, this unnatural feat of nonsense is right behind you, and you can see ice forming on the water, always broken immediately by one of the many fish hopping out sideways and plopping back in with the force of this horizontal gravity. Keith begins running down into the muddy basin to see the engraving on this impassable metal plate, careful not to slip and fall face first in the mud again. But across the pond, on the other bank, is a whole situation. Casey Kristoff, the mullet-rocking janitor of the First Church of Contention, holds a pistol to the back of Carrie Page's head, who is blindfolded and on her knees. And right next to them is Pastor Adam Kane, wearing the strange-looking motorcycle helmet, red light lit, and he is driving the four-wheeler, about to drop into this former pond, and he's aiming straight for Keith. Strapped to the back of the four-wheeler you found at A-plus storage, crashed in the woods and had Drew fix up all nice, strapped in behind Big Daddy Kane is the radio with the odd glass tubes and its green light is lit. And sitting atop this unnatural radio, claws holding on for dear life, is an extremely determined black cat. Oh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> oh,